Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. successful and we will be we have a real chance at this new world order they sound crazy so who cares who cares but but it could totally a hundred percent be true because we know the government's lies about every single thing Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today we have Joe from Connect Those Dots. Hello, motherfucker. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, Catalyst Jones. It's a, it's an honor to be on the White Rabbit, honestly. Now I feel like I've truly made it. You know, <laughs> finally gotten out of my mom's basement into the white rabbit hole. Hey, man, fucking there's a lot of good rappers that still are in their mom's basement. So there's no, no there, shame in that. No, no shame on the mom's basement. I, I, I love my mom's basement, quite frankly. <laughs> Well, cozy. it's good to have you, brother. I know, like, we've had some scheduling issues, and then I fucking, I was worried because you were like, the link didn't show up, and I'm like, oh, my God, but here you are, and now I'm thinking, like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, we worked right through it, bro. We worked right through it. Isn't it funny how we were supposed to do this last week, and it, it literally feels like we had that conversation yesterday. Seriously, yesterday. Last a week goes by. You text me this morning, and you were like, you ready to rock tonight? And I was like... <laughs> What fucking day is it? <laughs> yeah, dude, I had to keep you accountable. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know what's crazy is I just downloaded a new app, a new calendar app, because I had moved from California, and uh, I left my whiteboard where I was, and that's where I would write all my upcoming shows and shit. And so I was like, fuck. So I downloaded this app. It's just a calendar app. And I've been putting my shows in there. But this fucking app, is it's got a mind of its own, and it will actually like change shit on me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just blame the AI, man. Blame it. It's always the AI's hey, fault. Hey, I will blame the AI because it's never my fault. No, I, I, I'm sure I dropped the ball but uh, on a couple things. But seriously, like, it did change at least two different things. I've, I've watched it. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, dude. I bet. I, I, I bet. Honestly. I, I, I don't think you messed up, bro. How could you mess up? You're just, you're like perfect. You're like the one, right? You're like Neo. You're the one, bro. <laughs> no, man, I am not Neo. If I had no, to, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm Morpheus. I hope to, I hope to be the protege to the one. There we go. So exactly. what is connect those dots all about, man? You got a podcast. I believe you come out with an episode every Sunday and you're out there fucking rattling the cage, letting people know what's going on. Why don't you tell us uh, about the show, uh, how you tie in with it and why you started it? So I, I was a normie for a, about until like two and a half years ago until this whole uh, scamdemic popped off. You know, I always liked conspiracy and stuff like that as a genre. I always enjoyed, you know, JFK conspiracies, moon landing conspiracies. I always liked having flat earth conversations. I always enjoyed <clears throat> Alex Jones as like a novelty and a funny, oh, funny, Alex Jones is so funny. He goes on the uh, Joe Rogan experience and has such a good time. He talks about human-animal hybrids. Oh, yeah, you know, sometimes he's actually right. Oh, wh whoop did he do? And um, I, I mean, how do you even respond to something like that? 
<laughs> How do you respond to something like that? Literally. So I, I almost, I didn't want to like face the truth that these conspiracies were real. And I, I would go down rabbit holes. Oh, they, they reversed a Tupac song and here's what he said backwards. And Oh, look at, look at the dollar bill. You see the tiny little owl on the dollar bill. So all those things like always intrigued me. And I like them as like novelty genre items. Then the scandemic happened and shit really flipped for me when I, I was living in essentially a Resident Evil plot line. Like I love video, I love video games. I love dystopian genres. I all before like I, I woke up and took the red pill. Essentially, I always enjoyed it as like a genre, but I didn't realize how true these things actually were. So it took the scamdemic. And then through the scamdemic, I'm kind of like having this process of awakening, but I'm not completely there yet. Then what really pushed me over the edge was my ascent, my real red pill moment when I actually took the red pill and went down the rabbit holes and really started taking this shit seriously was when the BLM riots happened. And then nobody on the news was saying anything bad about it. From Howard Stern to The View to every single late night show, all the Jimmies. All, all saying the same shit and saying how good the, the BLM riots were, but how you can't have your business open because of a pandemic that's going to kill everybody. So they're letting these riots go down, killings, people's property being destroyed, and everybody's sitting there saying, oh, this is good. This is a peaceful protest. This is what we need. And I'm like, this is not computing with me. So I really went down the rabbit hole, and this is when I actually first started really like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go on InfoWars. I'm going to listen to this Jones guy. I'm going to take him fucking seriously. I'm going to hear what he has to say. And then he's saying all the things that I'm thinking. And then it's like, wow. The world is actually run by a bunch of group of reptilians. And uh, we're, we're headed towards doomsday immediately. And if you don't wake up and see the truth, then you're fucked. Totally, dude. If you don't save your fucking soul and you don't realize that the devil's real and he's out here and he's operating within people day in and day out, then like something's wrong by now because it's more obvious than it's ever been. Even a guy like me, man, I was a normie, dude. Like I, I love fucking Marvel movies. I listened to Howard Stern every day and I thought I was edgy. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't know shit. Well, you know what's crazy, Joe, is I, I like I'm listening to is when I'm having some people on and I'm getting to meet them for the first time, you, for example, I'm hearing the same thing. They fucked up by shutting down everything. They fucked up and awakened a shit ton of people when they shut everything down and, and pulled their covid bullshit. I, so I, then. Yeah. So as I'm going through this awakening process and I'm like just getting this download of information, really, like from eugenics to the the, the Federal Reserve to all, all these things I never knew anything about is just downloading. And then I'm watching more documentaries and I'm expanding. I'm listening to people like David Icke. I'm listening to people like Jay Dyer. I'm taking people. Like, I used to think Eddie Bravo was the funniest fucking guy when he would go on JRE or tinfoil hat and like there would be some fun stuff happening and he'd argue so passionately about shit, but he, Eddie Bravo, hashtag Eddie Bravo was right. You know what I mean? So like all these crazy ass things, it prompted me and propelled me. Now I worked in media 
I'll just say it right now. I, I worked at Sirius XM satellite radio where I was an editor, a programmer, a, uh, a program director, a content writer, a fucking cura- content curator, podcast editor. I, I put my voice on uh, imaging pieces. I, I did it. I, I, I did all sorts of shit at Sirius XM and I can tell that everybody at this company is like super woke and like, I couldn't really sort of be myself and talk, you know, kind of say the things that I thought. And then the, the scandemic happened and we, we started working from home, everybody. And then, um, start murmur started being talking, talked about that. We had to go back into the office and we weren't going to be able to go back into the office unless you get this jab. Yes. Fuck yes. Okay. Cause you had mentioned this when we were chatting, uh, on Instagram and you had said that you wanted to, to jump into uh, the battle that you had with the corporation. I had no idea, obviously that you worked for Sirius XM and mm-hmm. that you were doing that. No wonder you fucking like that piece of shit. Uh, can't even think of his fucking name right now. You just yeah, said yeah, it like four times. Fucking coward germ. Yeah, coward germs. Uh, no, no wonder you used to like that guy. But uh, so, <laughs> no, but so let's get into this battle. They were like, uh, "You, you got to get fucking uh, turkey basted, or else you can't come back to work." Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. I was work. I, I was a the coordinator for the rock channels at Sirius XM. I worked on Liquid Metal, Octane, and uh, Pearl Jam Radio. And I was sort of like the curator and I would go and dig in the crates and find new music. And I, I, I really had an impact on these, on these channels. And I really loved my job there. Cause I, like, I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the people I work with. Like I, I, I bro, that's right a hand. fucking dream job, man. That's I was right hand, I was right hand man to Jose Mangan at liquid metal and uh, all these people. And, and, um, they they prop they were they were essentially saying that okay since we're coming back we have to work in a hybrid work schedule now what they mean as a hybrid is that you cannot be fully remote we mandate that you need to come into the office at least once a week so at least once a week mind you i'm working from home for 2 years now cuz of the scandemic and we're all working from home and you know i got all equipment here they they gave me all this equipment and i didn't miss a beat i've actually excelled in my job but then they were like, Joe, you're you're going to have to take this vaccine. And I'm like, OK, um, is there any way I can dodge it? Is there an exemption that I can get? Can I get a religious exemption? They're like, OK, you can file for a religious exemption. And I did so. But they didn't accept it. Essentially, they didn't accept my religious exemption. They gave me a temporary accommodation is what they called it. So I got everything they wanted church leader letter. I wrote my own letter describing my religious beliefs, all that everything and um they they didn't they didn't they didn't uh take it and i essentially had to part ways with them and uh yeah that's that's essentially how i got started with this podcast and well hang on let me let me stop you right there even i was sorry bro i was doing the podcast even before i have i parted ways with them but now like i understand like why i got the training i did why i learned how to do post production editing why I, I i chose this field to work in like it propelled me and gave me the abilities to create a podcast to edit it to make intros to clip things in and you know like so i'm taking that power that i gained and aiming it now towards something different yeah, dude, that's a beautiful fucking thing. Before I elaborate on that aspect of it, let me first say you are a motherfucking hero because you stood your fucking ground. You gave up 
probably what was your dream job. I mean, those are the t- type of jobs that I'm applying to right now. And it's, it's an incredible thing to see somebody really truly stick to their guns and stand their ground and draw that sand in the line. And you fucking did it. So you know what? I got a clip for you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Fucking gangster, bro. That shit is dope. I thank you, bro. I, I appreciate you, man. But like, you know what, man? Like, it's just creepy that the corpos can bully you and dangle this fucking, like, create this hostage situation for you where you have no other alternative but to gracefully leave. And, like, try to find, try to do it in stride and try to do it with with your head held up high and not defeated. It's a hostage situation. And you cannot, I'm told this by the people that work there, you cannot enter or exit the lobby of the building without swiping your QR code. So everybody's got their QR code on their phone that's tied to their vaccine passport. And they all beep in and beep out for contact. They are vaxxed up the, the wazoo over there, man. It is actually fucking frightening. It is frightening. So there. So for anybody listening, if you haven't already left SiriusXM, now is your chance because you know that within a year and a half, everybody there is going to fucking drop dead anyway, and there won't be a SiriusXM. So that's like that's that's the saddest thing of all, man. Like I don't I don't wish harm upon anybody that took this shit, man. It's but it's it's tough to see people and like I know pers. I, there's people that I personally know that I've had life altering events occur to them after taking this jab yeah um i feel for the kids that didn't have a say so in the matter but i've been fucking screaming as loud as i can and if you are my friend or family member and you went and you got it anyway i have zero empathy for you zero i have zero empathy for the people that are calling for mandates that want you to get it that are have contempt for you because you chose not to get bullied into it. Those are the people I have. I, I have really struggle having any empathy for. Yo, that's but, like the people at the bar, right? Where you're like, uh, you know, I, I'm good. I, I already had two drinks, you know, I'm good, whatever. And they're like, Oh, come on, drink with me, dude. Just fucking drink with that's like, just because you fucked up your life doesn't mean that I want to fuck up my life. And that's how those people are, are to me. It's like, we fucking did this. And if you don't do it, you're not fucking a part of, guess what? I'm, I never really was a part of you guys. I've always been a fucking black sheep. So peace. Dude, 100% bro. And that, that's exactly what I touched on on the last episode I did. It's called new year, same cult because these people are in a fucking cult, man. The way they operate is just completely cult. Like where the, where it's like, it's like they're playing Russian roulette and it's like, if you don't participate in the game with them, it's like, Oh, you don't want to risk your life. I'm risking my life. So you put your life on the line too. I'm not going to be the only one that's going to potentially die here. Right. You got to die with me. Like it's, but that's it what it's come to now. When these people are saying this shit now, that's what it, that's exactly what it is now is you don't want to play Russian roulette with me back then. They were so, when the shit first was rolling out, they were so brainwashed and scared into the fact that anybody walking around that doesn't have this is infected with the most deadly, insane thing that's ever freaking showed its face on this flat plane. (laughs) I love how you threw that in there. But dude, I even see people still walking around with masks 
Oh, I mean, like what? Alone I, in their car. Alone I in their car. <laughs> there was a dude. I, I I spoke to him today. He was wearing double masks, and I was like, "Sir, like, is it difficult to breathe with both of those?" He's like, "No, not at all. I'm good." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Like, because like I'm suffocating just looking at you. <laughs> My favorite is the people. They come in with the mask, the hat, and the sunglasses, and they walk around completely anonymous. And for some reason, it's always like old, like middle-aged, older white boomers. Like it's so funny, like how like these white boomers they just love them, and they and they walk around anonymous, completely fucking anonymous. You got a mask on, sunglasses, and a and a hat pulled low, like. Bro, like you could be the fucking Unabomber. You could be a complete assailant for all I know. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I was uh I follow uh this graffiti artist and he posted a video the other day where he threw up this sick ass piece over a stop sign, right? And he was wearing a mask. And I was like, I totally would have shared this if you weren't wearing a bitch ass face diaper. And he was like, bro, he was like, the pandemic has been the best thing that ever happened to graffiti artists. He was like, because it's not weird that we're walking around on in a mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to breathe in those those paint vapors. I, I'll understand it with that. Dude, I, I, I made a joke the other day because, like, you know, you see all these compilations of, like, retail theft mass mass like robberies and stuff like that and people are always wearing a fucking covid mask and the joke i made i was like well they robbed the store they murdered the person they shot the person in the street but you know at least they were stopping the spread at least they were being conscientious conscientious enough to wear a mask yeah yeah like they use it to hide their identities and blend in with this covid mask it's just there's so many layers to all this shit man it's it's a huge fucking mental psyop and it it's definitely played its part and people fell for it uh even the people that didn't fall for it we've been suffering it like you lost your job uh i had to leave my job and it's it's been fucked man so let's jump back in the conversation a little bit because i always like to ask my guest when they first come on the show is what was your red pill ah, oh, fuck awakening moment. You kind of br- brushed over that because it happened during COVID and everything. So I get COVID was your red pill awakening moment, but that's kind of boring. So yeah, you started looking into shit. You said Alex Jones. So I'm sure you heard some crazy shit. What was the first uh, rabbit hole that you were like, oh shit, let's jump down this. The first rabbit hole. I could tell you like, what was my like, f- like, like, f- turn me i was turning slowly but i could tell you what like really turned me over the edge yeah was when the blm riots were happening right i was still a howard stern listener okay i it's very fucking embarrassing to even say this right now looking back because for years people because i always i had a nostalgic kind of connection to that show i would listen in my dad's car I when as a little kid, we'd listen. I'd be like, "Wow, this show's crazy! I've never heard anything like it." They're cursing. They're doing all this crazy stuff on the air. Holy crap! So it's more than a show. You got an emotional attachment to it. Big emotional attachment to it. Big nostalgia to it. Big uh, like you know, family attachment to it because it you know remind me of times like hanging out with my dad and stuff. And um, so I would still listen to it. And I always knew Howard Stern to be very pro cop, right? That was always sort of like a thing that he would do and be. He was actually he's been pro second amendment usually too so 
when he talked about the BLM riots, I was waiting for him to be like, okay, at least maybe, because I, I, I couldn't hear it from anybody else. I wasn't hearing it from any other news outlet anywhere else because I'm still i I'm still a normie here, so I'm not branching out to independent news outlets. So I'm like, maybe this Howard Stern, maybe Howard Stern will tell me something that makes sense. Maybe he can make sense out of it for me. And then he was like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. They're doing some good things over there. I don't want to say anything about them. And, uh, you know, things get out of hand sometimes, but uh, what are you going to do? That's what he says on the air. And I'm like, it's true what they said about this guy. This guy's full of shit. This guy really is a fucking shill. This guy really is a psyop. This guy really is all the things they say. And then that's when I turned to InfoWars and Alex Jones. And he, they were saying all the same things that I was, think, that I was thinking. And the, fir- the first rabbit hole, you want to talk about the rabbit hole that really got me like fucked up was the Bill Gates rabbit hole. The whole just Bill Gates as a human being, as a he's human. a rabbit hole in himself. So what what aspect are you saying? How he was actually breed for the position that he is in right now, or are you talking about all of the kids across the uh, flat plain that he is fucking killed throughout his vaccine uh, fucking bullshit? All of it, the entire orbit, the entire, um, I guess we'll call it the, the, the Gatesio-centric model. You know what I mean? He's the sun, and he's got all these stupid little fucking things going on around him. Whether it's, see, I, I, I never really took to the idea that Bill Gates was this killer. I was like, when my boys would even tell me, bro, you got to look into Bill Gates. Bro, you got to like, Bill Gates is a piece of shit. I'm like, ah, dude, you're che- the, the Microsoft guy? What? The, the billionaire guy? What? What are you talking about? Bro, what are we going to call What are we going to call it? Because uh, everything has Gates at like Watergate, Pizzagate, fucking yeah. Obamagate. What are we going to yeah. call it? Bill Gate? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates Gate. <laughs> I call him uh, Gil Bates. He, he's like uh, Norman Bates's uh, fucking illegitimate father. He's such a cuck, dude, and his and his man boobs too. I mean, if you're that fucking rich, you I, you gotta have man boobs like that for a fucking reason because he can get away with wearing a C cup. I'm almost sure of it. Dude, it's all that. It's all that fucking soy 3D printed meat that he fucking eats. Uh, I doubt. I doubt he eats like shit. Honestly, I doubt it. I don't know what the fuck he eats. He looks like he eats like shit. The guy looks like a melting candle. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know how reptilians are supposed to age, so <laughs> maybe he looks good. <laughs> exactly, dude. If they, dude, if reptilians exist, we know it's fucking Gates. But when I heard that clip of him at that TED Talk, and he was like, so first we got population. Now, if we do a really good job with new vaccines and health care and everything like that, we could get the population closer to zero. And what, then the vaccines were rolling out, and then he was the main guy pushing the vaccines. And then, like, the, the clip from back when, when he was talking about getting the population down. And I'm seeing all these clips of him talking about population and population and, and death and population. And, and he's the one pushing the vaccine. And then yeah, you got yeah. Officer Bar Brady back behind everybody going, Move it along, people. Nothing to see here. He's the one pushing these vaccines, and all, I see all these clips of him that I've never seen before, just talking about death and like yeah. population, and that's re- that really fucked me up. And then I see him on the on the 
sitting there with his wife, Melinda, when they were like, we want to give the vaccine to the, the black people first. And then like, I thought about the Tuskegee stuff. Cause then I was getting red pilled on the Tuskegee stuff. And then it connected me to the, the run DMC cartoon where I got the vaccine. You got that vaccine. We got the vaccine. She got the vaccine. Uh. <laughs> then I'm like, all these dots are fucking connecting, man. And then that's really why I call the show connect those dots. Cause like you, when the more you, the more rabbit holes you jump down, you see that they all meet at, at, at a certain point. They all meet at multiple certain points, man. Who d- damn it. I was just trying, while you were talking, I was trying to uh, look up who, who's that actor that looks just like Melinda Gates. Uh, he's a British actor. He was in a fish called Wanda. Uh, actor that looks just like Melinda Gates. I'm going to see if I can pull it up here. Uh, I'm trying to get it because I'm trying to think of it because I actually know actors and uh, fucking like no Hollywood people. Uh, Is the dude in uh, the dude in Game of Thrones that played the Khaleesi's fucking bodyguard? Uh, <laughs> he kind of looks like Melinda Gates. Hang on, I'm I'm doing this all wrong. Where is okay? A uh, fish called Wanda. Uh, what do you call it? Cast. There we go. Go. I should have did this on the computer so I could share screen it. Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Yeah, if you look at a picture of him, uh, next to Melinda Gates, it looks like the same motherfucker, and. Uh, Melinda Gates does not look anything like uh, what she used to do when she first got together with uh, with old depopulation king. Damn, dude, he he does look like Melinda Gates. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking around. Sorry for the people watching this. Go check yeah. it out yourself. <laughs> Do it yourself. A little homework for you, uh, watchers and listeners. So you uh, you were working here at Sirius, and you had the dream job, and you and you had to leave because you didn't want to get turkey basted. And you said, you know what? I have all this fucking talent, all this experience. Like I can make my shit look and and produce it just as good as fucking Catalyst does at White Rabbit. So let's do this. When did you start your podcast? I started a year ago, last January, actually. So it's been going on for a year now. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's fun because I I need to just get this shit off my chest, man. And uh, (laughs) my wife can only hear so much, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. Because I I go through the same shit. Like people in my everyday life will they used to get really mad. Like, fuck dude, I can't have a conversation with catalyst. If you just can't have a conversation with them, no matter what it turns into symbolism and fucking new world order, no matter what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I started my podcast and then people were like, I don't know how you do the podcast. Doesn't talking about that shit, like fucking fuck with you. Well, look, I already dig down these rabbit holes already and it fucks with me doing the podcast. It's like my therapy. I'm able to talk about it and I'm able to talk about it with people that fuck understand because even if they're not as awake as I am yet or they're even further awake than I am I'm in the realm with them and I can say things and they'll fucking know what I'm talking about and I'm not having to like pull up uh, anything every 10 seconds when I say something like wait what's MK Ultra yeah oh wait what's project this or that you know and, and it's like being able to talk to these people is such like I I don't know how you feel but when I finish recording a podcast I always walk away like fuck yes dude like that was just that i feel good i got like a natural high and shit you know 100 percent, dude it's it's a natural high for sure man and like i think just average everyday people 
if you if you're like a truther, if you're a red pill person, if you if you hate what's going on with all the lies, you should start your own podcast. It's really not that difficult to do. You get them. I I don't have a big setup. All I have is a laptop and a USB mic, and I have a, a program, an editing program that I use to record and edit. Okay, and like you don't even need to go that extent. I I go the extra mile, and I always I edit my shows. I put post production. I always like to splice in clips and little. Little sound bites, little meme sound bites that I like to, you know, keep the keep the flow going. Like how you play sound effects throughout your podcast. I like to put in sound effects and shit like that too. That's because I used to put them in after the fact, and then yeah. I'm like, "Fuck, dude, this takes me forever." I, I'm sick I of know. listening to this conversation. <laughs> You're 100, dude. I feel your fucking pain, man. I feel your pain, but it, it's worth it for me because you know what? It's it's a it's like a fun hobby, right? It's it's getting the word out there. It's a portfolio even too because it shows your capabilities you know but you got to be careful who you show it to of course i know i just had this job uh uh, it might have been the grand old opry in uh, nashville uh asked me to send them my uh video portfolio and i was like i don't have anything that i've made in the past two years that's not controversial i don't even know what the fuck to show them and the grand old opry you're kidding me like i'm sure dolly Parton has been injected in both of her tits (laughs) <laughs> she's just squirting out mrna out of the mix. <laughs> uh, that was my first joke coming home i think i was in like kindergarten and i came home and i asked my mom how do you catch dolly pardon in the jungle booby traps <laughs> you gotta add that in post bro Oh man, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have I didn't have it set joke up. Joke drum. See, it's called joke drum on my in my files. <laughs> yeah, I fuck. I got so many sound banks that, that if I'm not on top of it immediately, then it's like 30 seconds looking for it, and it's like, oh, the time came and passed. Fuck. Yeah, no. But uh, that's when I realized it was a fucking idiot. There you go. <laughs> I played it. I got you. <laughs> Whatever weakness you have, I will make up for, Master. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. So, and uh, what are some of the things that you you dive into? Because before we started, uh, you said that you you kind of talk about t- current events and and uh, stuff like that. So, current me right now because I uh, I've been going down deep rabbit holes like you know fucking flat earth and and reptilians and and shit and i've kind of excused myself ever since i parted ways with my last podcast to not be involved in politics and whatnot i mean it's there's no avoiding it but i avoid it as much as possible but i'm i'm curious what the fuck's been going on man uh well i I can distill it down for you in a little bit i just did my episode of uh the top five stories of of 2022 and they're really not so much stories as they are trends. So I'm sure you know the border is wide open. I'm sure you know that we're getting replacement migrated. I'm sure you know that Joe Biden said that this country is doomed. And by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Did you ever hear that clip? I didn't hear that clip. No, I got it. I'm going to play it for you right now. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick. Hang out. While you're looking for that. Got it. Got it. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 20, 
40. This country is going to be minority white European. Hear me? Minority white European. And you guys are going to have to start working more with Hispanics who make up a larger portion of the population than y'all do in terms of raw numbers. <laughs> you ever hear that clip? Dude, I fucking hate that guy. Are you dumb? I fucking hate that guy, dude. Uh, whichever one was He's playing dead. him when he was saying that, I don't like him. <laughs> whichever clone it was, yeah. Mach 4, Mach 5, Mach 6. Dude, he said that on a Zoom where he was the only white dude. Like, Al Sharpton was on it, uh, Stacey Abrams, like, all these, so, like, I guess they try to say black leaders. I don't know who they're leading. They're leading everybody into the gates of hell. So who was he talking to when he said, you guys? Yeah, he was. That's who he was talking to. He was talking to black people. He was. That's who he was directing that. Oh, I thought he was at. directing it towards the average American when he was like, "You guys are gonna have to start working with Mexican." And like, motherfucker, like I can't think of a job that I've ever had where I wasn't working with cool ass Mexicans. So, dude, I work with everybody all the time, and it's just it's just funny that the UN has literally it's called replacement migration. And it's, it's a real thing. It's on the UN website. It's happening not just here in America. It's happening in the UK. It's happening in Ireland. I just saw a video the other day of a busload of like Somalian and Middle Eastern migrants getting dropped off in Dublin. Like it's there. Replacement migration is a real thing. Joe Biden literally just admitted to it, and you can't find that clip anywhere. Try and find that clip even on DuckDuckGo. Can't find it. I luckily have it saved. Awesome. You need to send it to me so I can make a fucking real little video and post it on Instagram and get that shit in rotation. When they try to fucking take shit down, that's when I want to post that shit even more. Dude, 100%. And that's that's really what the whole open border situation is about. And on top of it, so what Fucking sex slaves, sex, human trafficking, child trafficking, drug smuggling, coyotes, the whole deal, bro. It's like, really that? fucked. It's really fucked. And uh, so for those watching and listening that don't really know what this whole replacement thing is, is basically what happened, especially within this great awakening that's been happening in the past three years, is they're losing the minor- minority vote, especially within the black communities, because people are fucking waking up and they need these voters because they relied so heavily on the majority on the minority votes uh, because they just assumed that they would always get it. And by default, they usually did because people don't really pay attention to politics all that much. And in the past three years, they've been forced to pay attention. And the minority, specifically the black community is like, yo, why the fuck are we voting for these motherfuckers? They have, they've done nothing but fuck us. And and so now they have these people waking up, open the borders wide open, give them fucking half a million dollars. Uh, you know, let's bring in all our sex trafficking, all our kids, all the fentanyl so we can kill the Americans. And it, it is literally they are trying to destroy America because America is the last fundamental standing republic that is going to stand in the way of their new world order. And that's why that's why they're in panic mode right now. They're, they, so, and I've described it like this on the show a few times. What, what's, what I see happening is bigger than uh, politics. It's much, much bigger than that. We are in a spiritual war and we are down to the very end of it. This war has been planned since the beginning of fucking time when Satan uh, talked to Eve and had sex with her and then had Cain. Uh, 
And that's my personal opinion. That was the apple, the, the, the fruit that she wasn't supposed to taste. And we all know that you can get pregnant. If you're, if you're a female, you can get pregnant. Not if you're a male or a transgender, you can't. But if you, you were, you can get pregnant by two different males and have twins at the same time from two different fathers. And I think that that's what happened with Eve is she had seed from Adam. She had seed from Satan, uh, Satan's seed killed fucking Adam's seed, but we still have both bloodlines going and, oh, fuck, dude, I just went off on a huge tangent. But basically what's happening is good versus evil is coming to the fucking finish line right now. And that's why you're seeing everything so in your face with the transhumanism, the fucking satanic agenda. I mean, you have fucking people that are rappers who come up uh, making little kids songs like fucking backcountry road or whatever the fuck old town road and yep, then yep. and then less than a year later he's fucking strip teasing uh satan and then he gets yep. fucking railed by him on a fucking yeah. music video so it's like catch the attention of the kids then corrupt them and it's no it's nothing new they've been doing that since the beginning of fucking hollywood they've been corrupting little kids and then it like it, it's fucked right now we are in a fin we are in a race to the finish line and it's good versus evil so you better get right with your creator 100% catalyst. And you described the replacement migration thing so perfectly to the T. They need a bunch of docile, empty vessels to fill with their propaganda because the, the, they're running low on people already in this country. So they need an influx of new drones to program. And getting rid of America is the number one um goal it's the the star on the christmas tree to the new world order and the globalists because america is the first they're the og of what liberty means around the world we wouldn't have westernization in japan and in europe and in uh in south korea and all, all these places that benefit off americanization without america so that's the the main head that the globalists want to plant on their wall when it comes to the new world order, because it, without having that example, then you'll never know what freedom was. You'll never know what liberty is. Right. And, and that's what they want to do in a total 1984. And I know it's very cliche, but I actually recently just watched the, the 1984 movie recently. If you've never seen the movie, it's fucking good. Actually. I really uh, highly suggest reading the book over the movie. E even yeah, if you just I, listen I, to the I, audio I, version. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big dummy, so I don't read books. <laughs> I watch the movie, and it's 100% on point, and they don't even want you to understand the concept of liberty or freedom. They don't want you even knowing what it is. So all you know is that the government is your god, is that is the government is your daddy. You never, you'll never even know what, you'll never even ponder the question of God because the government will be your god. Right, and, and the they won't even let you know about God. Your God. You and that's completely what it's taught in Revelation. It's what's prophesized in the book, and we're seeing all these things happen. That's another thing that really red-pilled me was – I, growing up as a kid, I always like knew about the mark of the beast. And like, I always heard about that story and I was always like, well, how, how could that happen? That would never happen. What, what would that even look like? Why would people take it? If everybody knows about the mark of the beast, who would take it? And lo and behold, we're seeing it. We're seeing all these prototype beast systems being rolled out forward and forward and forward. And I, I got experience with the beast firsthand and where I worked. You know, right. 
Yeah. You worked with, uh, in that building, a lot of people that worked in that building have made uh, their deals with the devil, 100%. And it's really jarring, dude, because I was on a fucking island over there, man. It's actually crazy how how many people will just say yes, will just bend over and take whatever is forced upon them. And they won't even ask a second question. They won't even try to question it or... get some sort of inquiry about it. That's the biggest problem is that critical thought and skepticism have been dulled and stunned to a point where people just are like, where are you at? Where are you? There's no critical thinking in the masses. Uh, I, I don't remember what movie it was or that it came from, but it said, Oh, you know what? I know exactly what it came from. It came from Men in Black when they were talking about all the aliens and shit. And he was like, why keep it from everybody? Uh, And he says, because he's all people would understand. He's all people are smart. And uh, Jones's reply was, a person is smart. People as a whole are stupid. It's it's really like that, man. And it's just unfortunate because... So many, like, because I I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try to, even though I have a lot of anger inside me when I see these people. I'm like, how don't you get it? Why won't you think about it? Why do you believe the the news so much? Don't you realize that their whole purpose is literally to lie to you? But, dude, not until very recently, I was one of those people. So I, I try to be remorseful because these people really are brothers and sisters, and they are victims of just complete psychological sniping. Like, psychological ninjas have worked their way into these people's brains and just sliced them apart. Well, there's... They're fucking victims, bro. And they're they're gonna be depopulated because of the carbon. We gotta get it down to zero. Some of them are victims. And, you know, there was a good good time going there for the last three years where people were waking up in masses and I feel like the people that have woken up are awake. The people that haven't woken up are probably not going to wake up unless something incredible happens. And and it's just so blatant in your face. And even then some people are not going to wake up. Do you subscribe to the NPC theory? That people are just like literal computer programs walking around. I mean, that's not exactly the way that I I envision it. But yes, essentially, yes. Basically, if you were in a video game, they're the non-player characters. They're just there. I mean, to an extent, I think philosophically, metaphorically, it's 100% correct. I don't think it's a theory anymore because so many people just walk around just like lobotomized. So I feel like there are some, not some, I feel like there is a shit ton of people that are alive that don't have a soul. They, they don't have a soul. They're just here and there is no waking them up. There is no critical thinking. There is no empathy. They're, they're just here. They're, they're drones. They're, they're just being controlled by I wake up today and this is what I do. I look at the news and, and there is nothing they're empty. They're just empty. Yeah. Empty vessels, dude. And it, it reminds me of like movies when you see disaster movies or when you even see like whatever, like a Marvel movie, you're seeing death on like millions. There are millions of extras that always die in these movies. So there's a conditioning 
of course, in film to, to like make you just feel like you're an extra in this whole grand scheme that's going on. And when mass death does eventually happen, when we do see, cause you can call me black pilled. You can say I'm a pessimist about this stuff, but quite frankly, I think things are going to get a lot worse before they get better. And we're being conditioned. The NPCs are being conditioned to accept mass death and just being an extra in, in this movie of life. You know what I'm trying to say with that? Well, I would know what you were trying to say if I was actually paying attention because I just fucking realized that I'm not even recording video for this. So those listening, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys are the only ones that get to hear this shit. Um, oh, you missed out on my dope. Uh, they missed out on my dope background, bro. Well, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna start recording now, and I am definitely gonna put out clips. So, fuck, dude. This was gonna be the first Rockfin video. I guess not. So, no, it's all good. We'll get the second half of it. Uh, I mean, I kept looking, and I was like. Uh, how long have we been recording? Because yeah, yeah, just 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 add in some imagery in the beginning for first part of it. You know? <laughs> it's all good. Fuck, we got two video editors right here. I'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I have faith. So, anyways, so if you guys are watching this, we just popped on the screen. Sorry about that first half, guys, but uh, here we are. You get to see my ugly face in this beautiful character. Hi, guys. You're very handsome, Catalyst. Don't fucking demean demean yourself like that. Oh man, I just love making fun of myself. I, I was <laughs> actually, I was just thinking uh, when I saw that I wasn't fucking recording, man. I was, I was uh, thinking I should hit this clip on myself, and I'm just, I'm gonna go ahead and, and do it because I. Go kill yourself. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You would do better off dead. Just go kill yourself. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm gonna kill you. Give me two hundred dollars. Oh, no, that's so <laughs> mean. How could you do that to yourself? That's another thing that really red-pilled red me heavy was the shit coming out of Australia and the way those like those politicians talk. That's sort of like a current event. Do you keep up with Australia at all and like what's going on with the, 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 the shit that their, their officials say? So for people that have been following the show for a while now know that I had a, a co-host, uh, Joanne Nicole from Australia, and so she would come on every week and we would get updates from what's going on out there. Uh, she ended up taking a red pilling break because shit was just getting so crazy out there and then submerging herself in it even more to be on the podcast and everything. She took a break for a while, but we do talk and uh, she she keeps me posted on what's really going on out there. Not just the shit I'm seeing from video clips on Instagram and shit, but uh, out there like feet on the ground because she's heavily involved. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so you get it right, right from the source then. So, yeah, I mean, I only know from, like, what I see and, like, whatever my research is and just the, the quotes and the video clips that come out of there and their, their, their public officials. The Dan Andrews, when he was saying, um, it's not going to just be about your vaccine passport, mate. It's going to be about your booster passport next. Like, it's just it just, it just blew my mind. Cause I always thought Australia was cool. I always thought Australia, like I was like, maybe I could move to Australia. It seems pretty cool to live there. And like, bruh. hell I mean, yeah, man. Growing up, I was like, Crocodile Dundee is the shit, man. I'm <laughs> surfing and Parkway Drive and all sorts of cool shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, I see all this shit coming out of. And then Canada. I always loved Canada. I have family in Canada. I used to visit Canada all the time. It's. 
it's remarkably dystopian over there. Well, you just named the two countries that are basically the uh, testing grounds for what happens in the United States. So they basically, they'll give everything a trial run in those two countries and depending on how it works out, uh, will determine how they play it out in the United States. They'll tweak this, that, and the other, and then boom, we got a full rollout. Uh, which brings me to, you You were talking about how uh, Howard Stern used to be pro-Second Amendment, and that is huge right now. The fact that we have a Second Amendment is what's keeping the United States alive. Because if we didn't have the Second Amendment and we didn't have guns to protect ourselves, then the government would have done and already fucking taken over by now. And we would we would be in this one world government, uh, you know, with Big Daddy calling all the shots. Y'all think that Big Daddy calls the shots now. Just just imagine how it would be like then. Um, so, yeah, keep fighting for your gun rights. If you don't have a gun, go buy one because... And not only buy one, use it, go practice with it, get yourself familiarized with it. Because when you're in a high adrenaline situation, it has to be second nature to you because there's, there's been people that, you know, like somebody will break into their house and they can't even move to call 911, you know? So it's like, you have to be so familiar with it that it's second nature to you. So it it takes a lot more than just owning a gun, but Damn it, that's your first step. Go buy a gun. I'm not saying that I have any. I'm not saying, you know, I, I lost all of mine a long time ago in a boating accident, and I've never gotten a single one again, FBI, CIA. I don't have guns. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the thing that scares me about guns is, like, I don't want like I, they got me on a list. You know, I don't want to be on a list, man. And Bro, you started a podcast, and I hate to break it to you. You just came on White Rabbit. Congratulations, you are now on every single list. I, I was just at the airport and I was walking up to TSA and I was like, I know damn well I'm going to get pulled aside and fucking sure shit. I got pulled aside. They're like, yeah, you got uh, selected for extra screening. I'm like, bullshit. I, you know, like ra- oh, random screen, random my ass, bitch. You guys just ran yeah. my fucking ID. <laughs> Bro. I mean, there's just so much to talk about, bro. And that's another one, something I really want to get into into it with you is uh, one of the other things that really red-pilled me heavy was just discovering who Klaus Schwab is and what the World Economic Forum is. When I first learned, when I first saw the first clip of Klaus Schwab sitting there like a James Bond villain with his bald head and his accent and the shit he was saying and uh, this will be the great reset. You will be forced into this forced industrial evolution. It will change what it means to be human. We will have the gene editing. We will have the fusion between the cybernetic and the biological. And like my, like this was when I was like really just starting to get red pilled on. Today. And I was like, these fucking guys, were, James Bond villains are real. What, dude? I can't believe it. Like, and then he just keeps going. We penetrate the cabinets. They are all members of the World Economic Forum. We need to have, by 2023, 20, everybody will be a robot. We will all have the implant and we will telepathically communicate. And Not How everyone can be a robot. <laughs> How about new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not everyone can be a robot polisher. Like it just goes on and on and on and on. Did you see that fucking outfit he was wearing on the beach? <laughs> Is that really him? I saw that picture and I'm like, dude, that fucking looks like him. Like, of course it's him. Those freaks are, yeah, man. They're like, 
they have spirit cooking that it's actually because it's his face it, like it's literally the it's Klaus Schwab's face right well you know I'm, I've seen I'm, a lot of good photoshops do you I'm, follow do you follow eases a bug on Instagram that's a fucking phenomenal meme account it has nothing to do with me it's just a fucking account that I really like enjoy it's hysterical like every single day he posts funny ass photoshops of Klaus it's fucking hysterical <laughs> that's great I'll have to go follow that shit no that's awesome um, being a graphic designer I can spot uh pretty easily if that is not real then the i want to meet the designer it's klaus's face man i mean i don't i don't put it past him these people are freakazoids you know so i can look at a nasa photograph a photograph i can look Mm -hmm. at a nasa image and tell you right away that's a fucking composite uh that's totally photoshopped immediately you know, oh, dude, the NASA stuff is so that's another thing that like is just complete. So many people don't understand the the complete psyop of NASA. And I, that's one thing I love, like red pilling up people. And I'm like, bro, you, you understand that we never went to the moon, right? You understand that it's a complete Hollywood fake job. Like, have you ever seen one moon documentary ever? And that's why we know it's real. When I was like a normie and I used to like conspiracy as like a genre, I would look up moon documentaries and I would find them very fascinating. I'd be like, wow, maybe maybe we actually didn't go to the moon. If you try to YouTube moon landing, like debunking documentaries now, there's they're like gone. You got to go into the depths of the internet to find this shit now. Well, you got... You got Sean Hebler, you got Eric Dubé, and you got David Weiss. I just gave everybody three good places to go. If you still think that... We landed on the moon! Yeah, now, now we're going to Mars. We're going to go to Mars now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back to the moon because we don't have the telemetry data anymore, but we're going to Mars. <laughs> I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond, but unfortunately we've lost that technology. Wait a minute, uh, motherfucker. Uh, but... We're going to Mars. We can't go to the moon, but we're going to go all the way past the moon to Mars. And then they give you the Van Allen belt uh, excuse. We can't get through the Van Allen radiation belt. There's so much radiation. How the fuck did you get past it before? You had no problem getting past it before with your, like, B-movie tech ridiculous tin can rocket. Well, we didn't know about the Van Allen radiation belt back then, so it didn't didn't matter. Uh, We took a Jeep. And we totally took everything off of the Jeep and then we wrapped it in tinfoil and put a lounge chair on it. (laughs) And it somehow made its way through the Van Allen radiation belt. Uh, Yeah, Jeeps are impervious to a radiation belt. And the White House absolutely 100% called the moon from a landline. 100% that happened. That's the biggest troll of all is that Nixon called him on the phone. Oh, you're on the moon? Oh, isn't that great? <laughs> Hit that golf ball for me. Bro. <laughs> and it, it's it's tough for people, man. Like I I showed that to my dad and he was just like shocked, man. Like because it, it there's just I I like to think of these things as like a fortress of lies, right? And they're all there's it's this foundation that all these lies are built upon. So when one thing gets debunked, you the, the entire house of cards comes crashing down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard for people to come to these realizations. Very much so. One of them. I'm not 100 percent flat yet, but I know I know what NASA tells us about space. Just just ain't it. Well, if you're not 
if you're not married to the ball anymore, then it's only a matter of time before you become a flat earther. And I tell people this all the time is once you look into it and you try to debunk it, uh, eventually you are going to become a flat earther because that's how I started. I thought flat earth was the dumbest thing ever. And then I went into it trying to debunk it and I'm a flat earther. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's just the umbrella beginning of it. Like there's so much more to it. I just, I don't think that it's just a flat earth like that. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a misconception that happens when people say flat earth because they think, oh, it's like you think we're on a plate in the in the or in the in the universe and everything else is is a is a orb and we're just a plate like no like what they're telling us about this heliocentric model which you don't even if i tell you heliocentric model you don't even know what it is because you don't even know this model that you love so much yes you know what i mean like I, i don't believe that we're flying at millions of miles per hour through time and space on on a ball that's spinning at millions of miles and how did we land back if you believe that we went to the moon and you believe everything else that they tell you about space how the fuck did we land back on the earth like, i mean it's it, there's no consistencies and to me it's just like i don't know what we're on but I, I don't believe that shit coming from nasa you made a good point uh when you said heliocentric model and then you were like and people don't even know what it's called it's like i got people calling me retarded and uh a science teacher that told me he became a science teacher so that people don't grow up as stupid as me. And it's like, I hear it every single time I post anything about flat earth. Flat earth is a demented. And it's, it's one of those things where it's such a funny thing to me that people are calling me stupid when I know more about their model than they do. And that's why every time, every time somebody will start talking shit on Instagram, I'm like, come and debate me on my show. I'm not going to debate you here on Instagram, but if you want to come on my show, come and debate me, especially if you call me retarded or stupid, come and debate me because I'm going to make you make you realize that it's, it's a legitimate debate. It's not as stupid as you might think. It's scientism, bro. It's this science religion. It's this trust the science and we see the height of it with the jabs, but there's levels to it of trusting the science because they don't know the name of the experiments. They don't know the name of the models. They just think, oh, the scientists figured it out, so I don't have to fucking figure it out. And if you if you don't think the scientists are right, then you're just you're, I worship the god of science. Like it's it's really like a new religion. And that's why like these people are in a cult. That's why I, I call them cultists. It's very apropos. It's very accurate, you know? Even with the whole just believing what we're on it's just a blind belief in science it is a blind belief and and it goes back to that whole thing is is somebody smarter than me already figured it out for me so that i don't have to but once you get out of your head that there is it, get it out of your head that there's even somebody smarter than you because you have the capability to be the smartest you the person listening to this right now you have the capability to be the smartest person in the world so if somebody tells you something that doesn't quite add up just because they have a fucking doctrine uh, or they've been to school for however many years to be indoctrinated doesn't mean that they're smarter than you and you, we can debunk fucking scientists okay it's not trust it's not trust science you're trusting scientists who you don't even know you've never met you probably don't even know their name they're just called scientists so you're like they know more than me fuck that they don't know more than you they don't and that's like the whole extra in a movie kind of like whole like psyop too is that like 
I'm insignificant in this movie. The scientists know what's good. I'll just listen to them and just try to coast through this movie of life. Like it's all about making you feel insignificant. Absolutely. And and I love that you called it this movie of life because I like to look at it as a movie as well. And if you're in a movie, do you want to be a background character or do you want to be the fucking hero of the movie? There's only one protagonist in the movie and that like the people are are okay with just being the extra because they are rel- they think that they're only they have no other option but to be the extra but to just take whatever is given to them. But anybody can be the protagonist of their movie. You can be the star of your movie. Absolutely. I'm going to have to start listening to your show. I like you. (laughs) (laughs) I am so behind on shows. It's not even funny. Uh, It's like every time I have a new guest on, I'm like, I'm going to start listening to their show. And I do. And I start listening to their show. Now it's to the point where I got like, I've I've had on so many podcasters that I'm like weeks behind. So like, I'm like, fuck, I got to research shit for my own show, guys. Like, stop putting shit out. Like, you guys are crushing. And that's the good thing, man. The, the more people that just like sort of step up and have a voice and like you don't even have to create a podcast. You can create, if you're like a good, good at Photoshop, create an Instagram account. If you're like, if, if you are good at memes, create like a Twitter account, just, just have fun with it. That's what I do. And I, that's, that's what you you do two catalysts like just have fun with the podcast you know that you have shit that you want to get off your chest you know that you have something to talk about just do it go for it man whatever it might be like and, and understand like see i'm not i'm not crushed if my podcast doesn't get fucking super huge the when i made it i was like you know what if i could just sort of turn one person's mind around if i could just reach that one person that's not getting it that maybe if it's coming from my mouth maybe if i create something in a way that's easy to digest and easy to understand maybe i can reach that person that i thought was unreachable so it, whatever's whatever's after that is just gravy to me so if, if everybody just does that you can have an effect and that grassroots ground level can really just like the 300 Spartans can really just like push away those Persians because passion is what really wins the war. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I don't, I can tell that you're a believer because you're wearing a cross around your neck and, you know, and the biggest thing with, uh, if you become a part of a church is they want you to get uh, involved and they want you to donate time or they, you know, get involved in one way or another and to to uh, help with everything, but with what's going on in the world right now, by starting a podcast, you are getting involved. Even if, even like you said, even if you fucking only have one listener, at least you're talking to somebody. You you're getting out there and you're you're making your voice heard because this is a spiritual battle, and and it it's not gonna. The answers aren't. The answers are in the Bible. Yes, they are. But the answers are not going to be at church. I'm sorry. They're not. You go to church, you feel good about yourself. You feel closer to God. You know, you feel closer to your congregation and it's a beautiful thing, but they're not going to give you the information that you need the legit information. They'll give you the spiritual information. You need real fucking information. And that's going to come from people like you, from people like me, whiskey, beer, and conspiracy, whoever, deplorable Janet, whoever you listen to, whatever your cup of tea is. And where out there in the spiritual war and we're the soldiers. I, I, you know, like one thing that came out of Q and I fucking still use it because it's just amazing is digital soldiers, because that's exactly what we all are. Whether you realize it or not, there is a war taking place. We are in world war three 
right now. And it's always said, uh, I forget, uh, uh, one of the biggest Masons back in the 1800s wrote their plan, uh, the full plan of how to bring about the new world order. And it talks about the third world. This was before world war one and world war two. And it's talking about, there's going to be three major wars and the third war. Most people won't even realize that it's happening. That's where the fuck we are right now. This is the final battle. And if you're not speaking out and you're just complacent, then it, it, man, I'm sorry. Like yeah. what, whatever happens to us is what happens because those people that are being quiet when we're getting pushed into a, a fucking gas chamber, you're going to be like, fuck, I wish I would have said something. Yeah, dude. It's an info war, man. It's a, it's an info war, you know, it you get your iodine, but you know, like seriously though, it, that's the thing is you could either just, you, you, you should participate. I mean, I think everybody should participate, especially if they have the knowledge, especially if they really do know what's going on and they have a voice and they're able to articulate what they feel. I think everybody should just sort of have a say, you, you got to get off the sidelines and really just start talking. Even the, even if you think you might be insignificant, you can still be the protagonist of your movie. You know, you yeah. don't have to be an extra in your own movie. No, it, it, be the main character in your movie, be the yeah. hero. Be the hero because, because there's a lot of villains out here. There's a lot of villains. It's so funny. Cause like everybody's looking for where's captain America. Where's where's uh, where's James Bond. There's all these James Bond villains, but where's James Bond. But in real life, James Bond works for the, for specter, you know, captain America works for uh, Hydra. You know, that that's you, the, the, the hero that the only hero you're going to find is in the fucking mirror. Yes, 100%, brother. Absolutely. I think you fucking crushed. I'm sorry if I have to end this show about 20 minutes normal than I usually do, but I have a, an interview in like 20 minutes, so I want to give myself like 10 minutes. So okay. the floor is yours, brother, for uh, take – if you need 10 minutes, take 10 minutes. I don't give a shit. Tell people about – your show, or you already told them about your show, where they can go find it, your Instagram, social medias, and leave somebody with something to remember you by. Um, Thank you, Catalyst Jones, for letting me uh, get a platform on your fucking awesome podcast, dude, White Rabbit. Um, you can find my podcast on Spotify only. It's only on Spotify. I want to put it on more platforms, but for right now, it's only on Spotify. And uh, you can follow my Instagram at right here where it says at connect those dots at underscore connect those dots underscore. Don't forget about the underscores. Cause I'm heavily shadow banned. So you're going to have to type in the entire thing, you know, hey, <laughs> accurately. That's how you know he's real. When he says he's shadow banned, you know, he's real. <laughs> Very shadow banned, dude. Like you can't even tag me and shit anymore. They, they came at me fast and heavy, but yeah, if you want to seek me out, if you really want to dig in the crates and find me, Instagram at underscore connect those dots underscore and the link to my Spotify podcast is in the bio. So I, I make it easy for you. Just find the Instagram and then you can find the show from there. I'll put and, all that um, in the show link guys. So if you're listening to this or watching this, just look down, look, just scroll a little bit and click. You see that link right there? Click that link right there. Boom. Now you got a show. God bless you. Catalyst Joe. And, uh, Yo, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going, brother. Yeah, man. I mean, 
the show is is great. Like I I think it's therapy. I need to get things off my chest. When I see demonic liars, when I see the World Economic Forum with their fucking six 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 logo, and they sit up there and they talk about uh, surveillance under the skin, and Yuval Harari sits there and calls humans hackable animals. I mean, it's just, how can you not want to fight against these people? How can you not get juiced up when you hear a skinny little twink like Yuval Harari say that you're nothing, say that you're a hackable animal? You know, I mean, if you don't know who Yuval Harari is, I mean, you, you should really look into him. And I'm going to play you a clip right now. You, you can play the Jeopardy music if you want, but <laughs> here's what he says. So that's what he feels about you. And if you think that's okay, well, I got another clip from you. Here's what he wants for you. If you don't think that the mark of the beast could actually happen, I'm going to show you how it will happen. They want surveillance under your skin. And th th that's what that's what John the Revelator, he's, he saw a vision of the future. He was given by God a vision of the future, and he wrote it down the only way he knew how to describe it in those times. And he saw QR codes, he saw microchips, he saw implants on people, and it's all about surveilling you under your skin, knowing what's going on in your mind, body, and soul. And here we go. He loves to talk about surveillance under the skin. I'm going to play it a million times him saying it. Surveillance under the skin. Here's another one. Surveillance under the skin. Oh, that's the same one. Uh, here's another one. I actually have it. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Here's another one. Next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Here's another one. We need just to monitor people. We need to monitor what's happening under their skin. So he is obsessed with this. And he, if you don't know who he is, he's Klaus Schwab's right-hand man. It's two evil, satanic James Bond villains that want to give you the mark of the beast and they run everything. They have penetrated the cabinets. Everybody's in on it. It's, I mean, we need to rise up, bro. Like I, I get hyped up about this. This is probably my main thing talking about because this is everything. This is their Holy grail. This is the spiritual war. This is their end game when they think that they're going to vanquish us in this spiritual war is to have everybody surveilled. Have you become a commodity? Have you not be a human? Have you be a GMO? Have you be barcoded and tagged? You're not a human anymore. You're a product. You're just like the can of tomato soup on the store shelf. And you're going to be scanned and tagged. And once you become that, you're essentially property. Do you want to be property? Do you want to be a sovereign human? Which one do you want to be? Do you want to be property to people like Bill Gates and creepazoids like Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari? Fuck them. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be. So that was my last little rant. You know, like, that's, that's really it. And if you want to hear more like, rants like that, if you want to hear more 
globalist impressions. I love to do Klaus Schwab. I can sit here and do a. I could do an entire show if you want to have me on the show as Klaus Schwab. I, I would love to do that for you, and you don't have to tell anybody that it's me. And we can eat the bugs together. Bro, we're going to have to do an episode where I have Klaus Schwab call in. That will be amazing. I'm going to start doing a, a one live show a week once I get the Rockfin channel up and going. So we might have you call in for that. Oh, also, bro, uh, I did cut you a sh- 10 minutes shorter than I usually do the podcast. And because of that, I did not get to ask you, how is there anything at all? So you just bought yourself another ticket back on White Rabbit. If you would like to come back on, I'd love to have you. I'd love to be back on, dude. And we we chopped it up for a long ass time. This is my podcast. Don't go any longer than an hour. So you know, like this this is a lengthy one for me. Awesome. Well, guys, it's been another episode of White Rabbit, and I'm gonna leave you guys with something that I always leave you, and that is keep digging down those rabbit holes. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. I don't know what the With the suits and the tie Looks me dead in the eye And he lies Yeah, he lies Then the woman with the makeup and the blouse Beams right into my house And she lies Yeah, she lies The man wants me to be scared The man making me see red Cause I know that he lies Yeah, he lies Then the woman with the beautiful eyes Is no longer beautiful Because I realize that she lies Yeah, she lies well, you ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever cast your spell You fooled me once, so shame on you Won't fool me twice Cause I see right through the oh so many lies You always tell From the north to the east, to the west to the south You cover much ground with your filthy mouth in your lies Yeah, your lies You lie so much you believe yourself The day you tell the truth will be a cold day in hell I despise all those lies you ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever 
cast your spell You fooled me once, so shame on you Won't fool me twice Cause I see right through the oh so many lies You always tell What you do with your plastic smiles and your auto cues and those lies yeah those lies how much longer can you hide the truth when this lion wakes it's gonna eat you and your lies yeah your lies you ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever cast your spell You fooled me once, so shame on you Won't fool me twice Cause I see right through fear so many lies You always tell The suit and the tie looks me right dead in the eye, and he lies. Yeah, he lies. White rabbit, white rabbit.